The Bible Study Podcast, episode 292. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues looking at faith and when faith falls short. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. As we continue to look at faith, first of all, my apologies for two weeks off. One was a planned vacation and the other one, I had no voice. But as we continue to look at faith, I want to look at what happens when we step out in faith and we fail. And I want to look at a familiar story. We're going to look at the story of Jesus walking on the water and also Peter walking the water from Matthew 14. Matthew 14, verses 22 through 33. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, let me come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. Now, this is one of those interesting stories because we use it to talk about faith and walking on water. And Peter is the only one who gets out of the boat, and yet it's the only one whose faith gets criticized in this story. And I wonder about that because certainly Peter does doubt. Certainly Peter, who he sees Jesus walking the water, he thinks this is an amazing thing. And Peter, who is bold in what he says and sometimes foolhardy, says, Hey, Lord, can I try that too? You know, just tell me to come and I'll come. And Jesus says, come. Now, Peter here at this point has a clear invitation. A lot of times when we're taking a risk, when we're stepping out in faith, when we're church is choosing a budget that is a growth budget, when we're choosing a job or a career or a calling that we're, we're not 100% sure that God has called us to, then there's this question of doubt. But Peter here in this point has a very clear calling. Yes, you're welcome to come, come. And Peter gets out and he does what he can't possibly do. He walks on water. And if you've heard sermons about this, you'll notice that Peter doesn't have any problems walking in water until he notices the wind. It says Peter saw the wind, so much for who has seen the wind, but Peter saw the wind. He started to look around, and he was afraid and began to sink. And one of the things that we use that as an illustration for is Peter doesn't start to sink until he takes his eyes off Jesus. And I think that that's a great sermon illustration. And I think that does tell us something about why Peter fails. Peter starts to notice that he's doing something that's impossible, and so he starts to sink. He starts to notice the situation that he has got himself into, and he starts to sink. And he does the right thing. He calls out, Lord, save me. And Jesus comes over, and he catches him. And then we get this little 
And then we get Jesus saying, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? Now, there's a whole boatload of people here who have watched the whole thing. And they didn't get out of the boat. And yet it's Peter who gets picked on here, which has always seemed very unfair to me. But I also wonder what happens when Peter gets back into the boat. What do the people in the boat do? Do the people in the boat say, wow, Peter, that was pretty awesome. You walked on water. I wish I'd had the courage to do that. Or do the people in the boat say, I told you so. I don't know why you thought you could do that. I'm not surprised that you failed. And I'd like to think that they did the former. And yet I see that quite often these days, if I would step out in faith and would fail, I would expect more the latter. And I don't know why that is. Now, Peter was doing what Jesus approved him doing. Now, it may have been Peter's idea, but Peter said, you know, is it okay if I come? And he said, come. So I'm, I'm going to say that's pretty good. This isn't one of those cases where Peter wasn't sure of the invitation, where he was wrong in the interpretation, where he should have asked 12 more people whether they thought that God was really leading him to do this or any of those sorts of things. But those are the sorts of things that I'm going to run into when I'm stepping out in faith. Those are the things that I'm going to have to decide. If, if I think I'm supposed to leave this job and go be a missionary in India, then I'm going to have to ask myself, is this something that is a true calling of God? And I'm going to do the sort of things that Peter didn't have to do. I'm going to go talk to people whose opinions I respect. I'm going to spend time in prayer. I'm going to spend time in the word. And I'm going to hopefully try and discern what it is that God wants me to do. And then I'm going to go do it, right? At least that's our hope is that once we've figured out what it is that God wants us to do, then we're going to and we use the term step out in faith. Then we're going to go act upon that understanding. But what if we fail? Peter had a clear invitation. He went out. He had the faith to do what he needed to do for a while. And then he failed. It's easy at this point to try and second guess and say, well, it wasn't a clear calling. You got that screwed up. It's easy at that point when we fail to say, Shouldn't have ever done it in the first place. See, I told you so. And some, in fact, may say, I told you so, when we step out in faith. And in fact, we may be wrong. We may step out in faith and figure that God wants us to do something, and it fails immediately because it isn't God's intention. What do we do with that? What would we do with that situation? It doesn't seem to have harmed Peter's faith very much because as John tells the story, now John doesn't tell the story and mention Peter's whole swimming episode. He just talks about Jesus walking in the water. And almost immediately after this, he has Jesus talking about he is the bread of life and most of the people who follow him desert him. And he turns to the 12 and he says, will you leave also? And Peter's the one who again impetuously speaks up and says, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Lord, who else is there? So it doesn't seem to have hurt Peter's faith to have failed. Remember, this is the same Peter who will fail again. He'll tell Jesus very confidently, no, 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 I would never leave you. I would never abandon you. And Jesus says, no, you're going to abandon me three times before daybreak. This is not going to happen. And he does. He abandons Jesus. He denies that he knows him three times. 
and is terribly wounded by his own failure and is restored by Jesus after the resurrection when Jesus asks, do you love me? Lord, you know, I do feed my sheep three times. Again, dealing with restoring Peter to who he is. But what do we do when our faith falls short? When our faith doesn't carry us all the way from the boat across the water and then back into the boat. And I think we learn from it, hopefully. I want to believe that Peter's faith was strengthened by this experience because he learned he could walk on water. We don't know if any of the other disciples can walk on water, and we don't know because they didn't get out of the boat. Peter's the only disciple we know who is capable of doing that, even if he's capable of doing it in sprints and not long distance, because he tried it. And I think there are times that we have to understand that our faith is imperfect, and it will be imperfect as long as we are here. Our understanding of what God desires is imperfect, and it will be imperfect as long as we are in this life. And I think it is important for us, as we encourage one another, is important for us as we deal with our own failures, to understand that that imperfection is normal. That imperfection is a natural condition of this life. That means that our faith will fail us sometimes. Even the strongest of disciples will have those times before the cock crows where we might deny Jesus. Even the strongest disciple who steps out in faith may sink. We can learn to keep our eyes on Jesus, think that's good. We can learn to listen for that invitation, and I think that's good. But I think we also have to learn to understand that at times when we go to walk on water, we might get wet. But that's not an encouragement, but that's not encouragement that we should stay in the boat. And I think as we deal with one another, too, we need to encourage one another to step out in faith boldly, even if we're wrong, is still a pretty good step. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening. want to better understand the Bible and give biblical answers to those who ask you about your faith? Hi, this is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning Podcast Show. Listen to us weekly as we bring the truth often found in the ivory towers of seminary down to the steeple towers of local church. Join me along with many of the nation's top theologians as we offer answers to life tough questions from an apologetic perspective. Subscribe to the show at lifeaudio.com.